You're listening to the Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it. Hello and welcome to the Big Reviewski with Chicago Town Pizza. My name's Owen, there's Rory and Candyman. Don't do it. Candyman? No. Candyman. I will, I, listen. Candyman, that's four. Well, should I do one more? I'm not saying anything. I'm not getting involved I'm not, in I'm too in scared to do it. Doing. No, forget it. Forget about it. I'm not doing it anymore. That means we, we can't say <laughs> the name of the film once more throughout this entire recording. We can because I've no, I've no I've separated no, that's, the rest that's, of the- No, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but those four were on their own and like a fifth mm-hmm. one like would be mm, it'll be still, later on the show. It's, it's- no, no, no. Can't. Anyway, what are we here to talk about, Roy? How dare you? How dare <laughs> you? We're here to talk about a sequel to mm-hmm. a 90s horror movie that has the same name as the original 90s horror movie. <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about. And the people who were in it, who I got to talk to about said film. I thought if you say the name of that film five times, Christina Aguilera appears and sings her popular Naughty's hit. What's that song? What's that song called? Now, you, now you've got me nervous. <laughs> I'm not superstitious. I shouldn't care, but now I do. I, I care. I care. You so care. Uh, some other people who care are uh, <laughs> the, stars, the stars of the movie. Uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, um, Tayana Paris and Coleman Domingo, who all feature in the in the new sequel. It's her title here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like I talked to them all about their favorite scary movies and particular, um, what would you call it? Like folklore stories that they might have been a part of. Because this film, is, it's one of those rare films that like almost bled into the, the public, public like like the way we're actually actively avoiding saying it yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like it, it managed to kind of, become a real kind of weird superstition in its own, which is just, that's the kind of publicity you cannot buy is people being genuine. Same with like for some of the Freddy, Freddy Krueger stuff. Like if you die in your dream, you'll die for real. That's not true. Like that's not a thing, but is it though? It's science. Tough. That's tough to argue with. Um, but yeah, so like that's, it's interesting. So yeah, up first you'll hear from, uh, Yaya and Teona. Yaya, you might know from HBO's Watchmen series recently, which I know you absolutely loved. He was and also... he was excellent. At, like, oh, a brilliant TV show, and he is just superb as Dr. Manhattan. And so super- good. Uh, and he was also one of the bad guys in the first Aquaman movie, and he's due to return for that as well. And Teona, um, you might mostly know from being um, one of the investigator ladies in the recent WandaVision show. So the two of them, like, it feels like they've just kind of manifested out of nowhere in the last, like, two minutes where you're like, hey, where, have you, where, where have you come from? And now yeah. looking at their upcoming CVs, it's, like, shocking the amount of brilliant things that uh, they're both going to be a part of. But there's one in particular that I asked one of them about because it's I think it's the one that we know the least about. Um. So, yeah, so got a nice little little line from one of them about one of their films and you'll have to you'll just have to listen to the whole interview to find out what I'm talking about. 
Well, listen, you've got me hooked. Uh, here's Rory's chat with Yaya and Tiana. Tiana and Yaya, how are you both doing today? I'm well, doing thank well, you. Doing well, thank you for asking. Uh, I have to say, I watched the original Candyman when I was maybe a touch too young, and it kind of stayed with me forever. Was there any particular scary movie that either or both of you watched at an impressionable age that left kind of a lasting impression on you? Uh, Candyman. Candyman, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Candyman, for sure. Um, also, as well, like co- coming from Ireland, we we have a lot of like folklore and our parents like passing down spooky stories from like generations and stuff. And uh, coming from uh, New Orleans and South Carolina, I was wondering when you were growing up, were there any particular kind of spooky stories that friends or neighbors or family members would pass along for you too? My, my family definitely believed in believes in uh, spirits and uh, ancestral spirits and, you know, superstitions and things like that. So we definitely have a history and dreams and, and the mm-hmm. importance of, of what happens in dreams. So my family, even to this day, is still very much uh, in touch with um, in touch with the with with that with that side of town, for sure. <laughs> Uh, not passed down of the spooky aspect, no, or scary aspect. I wouldn't say so. No, not that I can think of. What, there's we're, one we used to read visions in the clouds and all that stuff. Like, oh, like, that was it. Watch, look at the clouds. And yeah, look at the cloud, wow. interpret clouds, and all that. Do yeah. I mean, I think that's very prevalent in our community in as a whole. Yeah. Um, I just don't can't remember any specific. Yeah stories being told to me but there's one scene in particular in this that i think perfectly crystallizes the the higher iq in this horror movie and it's when <laughs> brianna <laughs> brianna looks down the spooky staircase and it's just like no and just oh. closes the door and walks off and i was like yes under normal circumstances we'd go down the staircase and be like don't yeah. uh, but was there a particular point i guess when you were reading the script or when you were being told a story when when you kind of felt you knew this was uh, a smarter horror than what we're usually given well when i even heard that it was jordan and monkey paw who were behind it i i've already come to and i think most of us have come to expect that there's going to be some level of elevation to it mm-hmm. and that it's going to include it's not going to be a very surface movie there's going to be a lot of themes and um uh concepts that are tackled within a singular story so i had that expectation coming in that's actually what really excited me about it and then talking to nia and her visual aesthetic and how smart she is i knew that um you know we were gonna be really diving deep into some um serious issues and um themes in this movie so Mm -hmm. that was before i even saw the script (laughs) yeah (laughs) And just looking forward for you both, like it's it's so exciting seeing your upcoming CVs. Like just listing here was like The Marvels, Ambulance, They Clone Tyrone, Aquaman 2, Furio. So like all of those films as a movie lover, I'm so excited to see. Mm-hmm. But uh, one in particular, and I guess because it's coming so soon and we've heard so little about it, is The Matrix 4. And I'm wondering if you've seen any of it and uh, even like, is there, are you excited, I guess, for audiences to see maybe what you know? Uh, yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. 
for that project. I forget about that project sometimes, <laughs> not because it's not amazing, right? It is it's amazing. A whole but, pandemic, but, but right, <laughs> there's a whole a lot. lot of history and movies yes. and other things coming out. Yes. Um, but I did get it's a little glimpse of something that's really cool. Uh, <laughs> I did get. A, I heard. I heard you. I got a glimpse of something that's really fucking cool and. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, I can't wait for everybody to see to see that thing that I saw. All the matrixes. Is that right? Yes. So I primed myself. Yeah, for the I saw something. Store. I did see something that's 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 really cool, and 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 it's 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 just cool. I, that's as much as I can say. That's all I need to hear. Just as long as it's cool, <laughs> I'm happy to see it. Thank yeah. you so much for your time today. Thank right. you. No mess in there from yeah yeah. It's bleep and brilliant. His exact words. Yeah, like it is. Um, it's. Like, like that film was meant to come out this December. We haven't seen any official poster. We don't even know officially the title yet. Um, no teaser trailer, nothing. Like it's four or five months away, so they're really keeping their cards close to their chest on that one. But he seems genuinely excited about the world getting to see it and the stuff that he's seen already. So if he's excited, if someone as cool as Yaya is excited, I'm excited. You, what you're basically saying is you only do what cool people do. You just follow them, sheeple. Yeah, well, they're cool, so. Oh, when you put it like that, that makes perfect sense. Um, Two wonderful actors there. As you said, they're going to be massive stars. It feels like they're on the cusp of everybody just discovering mm. who they are with their brilliant kind of CVs that they have already. Uh, Somebody else who has also caught, well, my eye in, I remember If Beale Street Could Talk, and one of my favorite films from the past few years, absolutely loved it. And then I haven't seen uh, Zola yet, but I know you said it's one of the coolest films of, if not the coolest film of mm. 2021. And he's also uh, plays a major part in this. This is, uh, you were chatting to Coleman Domingo, great name as well. Yeah, fantastic name, fantastic actor. Yeah, I absolutely loved Zola and he is so good in it. Um, and he's really good in this movie as well. He's playing a very interesting, very layered character in the new version of that 90s horror movie, uh, not giving too much away, either me or him. Uh, but it is, uh, he's great. He's great. And he's such a nice guy. And I I also can't wait to see what he does next. Although his IMDb is weirdly, you know, when, like when a really good actor has nothing next on their IMDb, I'm like, what are you up to? Yeah. Yeah, what have, uh, <laughs> what NDAs have you signed, yeah. Mister? So I'm sure he will eventually just pop up. He'll be like, oh, I'm the new Superman or whatever. And you're like, ah, yeah. okay, I wish I had known that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so if you haven't seen Zola, it's in cinemas now. It's fantastic. Um, and if you haven't seen this interview yet, then listen to it right now because here it comes. Question mark. Perfect. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that's, that's all good. Okay. Very smooth. <laughs> Coleman, how are you doing today? Good. How are you, Rory? I'm really, really good. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you today, uh, not just because of Candyman, but Zola has just come out in Ireland. And not only is it one of my favourite films of the year, but your performance in it is one of my favourite performances of in the year. So it's an absolute pleasure to, uh, to talk to you today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, just since we're talking about Candyman, um, what is your favourite scary movie? My favourite scary movie is Carrie. Carrie is terrifying uh, because... You know, it's such a simple thing of a young woman's coming of age. And then, you know, she, there's demons and things like that. You know, there's, I don't know, there's, there's just things to be afraid of. I think there's so many images, you know, 
it got me terrified to go to the prom when I got older because I felt like, you know, there's, there's going to be pig's blood being poured down on a teenager and she's going to set the place afire. You know, so <laughs> Carrie's terrifying. Yes. <laughs> no arguments here. Like, uh, it, it, it's, it's a classic. Um, calling from Ireland, we are kind of known for local folklore and spooky stories and parents passing down generally, oh, yeah. generationally. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, was there anything of that equivalent when you were growing up? It was Philadelphia, am I right? Um, yeah, you know what? I think I, I had my family was a they're pretty funny family, so I think we passed down funny, crazy, weird stories. Um, nothing truly traumatic. I don't think mm-hmm. we'd like to pass that on. I think maybe being black people in America, we want, didn't want to pass on the trauma stories. At least we sure. didn't. <laughs> we're like, let's pass on the, the silly stories. So I have a lot of sure. stuff passed down on me. <laughs> well, that's that's listen. That's understandable. Um, from like your character in this, it's watching. I was like, it was it was so layered and so interesting. In that you, we get to know your character's backstory almost more than anyone else's. We get you're almost like the the narrator for the audience in terms of the backstory of the movie itself, and then the arc that you go on is such an interesting one. Was this like a particularly tricky role for you because? every single scene you've hit it in such a way that you're not leaning the audience too far one way or the other. It was, I think it took um, such detail to understand that this is a, uh, the story, the Genesis is from a young, a young boy who experienced a lot of trauma growing up and then felt responsible in many ways for the killing of a sister and things like that. Or, you know, you never know, especially children at that age, what they take on and what they live with. And so I wanted to really detail that and just say at the by the time you meet William Burke as an adult, he is still a, a kind, gentle spirit. He's still but he's still stuck as a child with that trauma and he's trying to correct it in some way. And he's trying to I, I don't know, I think that that's his I always try to find what I love. Like you mentioned Zola playing a pimp. I always try to find something that I love about the characters who are doing terrible things, even by the time William Burke is, you know, trying to cut off an arm and, but it's like, what, what, what he's trying to do, he believes is good. And so I, I still try to find that place that, um, where you will love this person and understand him, uh, even if he's doing awful things. So I think that's, that takes a lot of calibration, hopefully, and it takes a lot of love and care. And I knew that because William Burke holds the whole story, I knew that you wanted to really, you didn't want to villainize him but you wanted to understand that as someone who's experienced a lot of his own uh, personal trauma and he's trying to make, have some reckoning and then he just goes a little too far. <laughs> fantastic. Well, like, as, like I said, fantastic. I love this, love Zola. Uh, can't wait to see what you do next. Coleman, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Coleman Domingo chatting to Rory Cash in there. Uh, God, my was, name sounds so uncool was, after his name. I, I realize that as a Coleman Domingo, Rory, Rory Cashin, Rory Cashin. Uh, and what, what film are you talking about again? What film? Zola. Yeah. What was the other name of the film? What was the other one? It's in the title, mate. It's in the title. That's in the title. Okay. For anybody who wants to know, listen, I'm not too, super, 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 I can't even get the word out. I'm so scared. I'm not too Candyman. Super that's the name of <gasps> okay. Tony Todd's back. Okay. I guess I'll just, I'll take us out since Owen's been killed by, also earlier on, I didn't get in in time. You're like, oh, I'm hooked by this interview. It's like, like Candyman. Cause he's got like a hook candy hand, man. but I did, I couldn't say it because <laughs> I couldn't say the name, but now you've said it. So you, you, you couldn't speak for fear. 
like holding her mouth rigidly shut. Um, no, yeah. listen, when is the film out? When is the film out? It's out Friday, the 27th of August. So then, not Friday, the, like two weeks two weeks earlier, Friday the 13th would have been perfect. <laughs> would have been perfect. For sad titular movie, but uh, no, it's, it's Friday the 27th. Uh, you never know. Friday the 27th could be a pretty scary day for some people. I mean, it will for people to go see Candyman. <laughs> oh, that's very <laughs> true. Listen, Roy, uh, thank you forever. Uh, thank you forever. Thank you forever. Jeez. <laughs> thank you forever. And thank you as ever. Uh, thanks to Sound Paul on Sound as well. Thank you to Chicago Town Pizza. And thank you to everybody for listening. Um, hopefully we didn't scare you too much today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Uh, I promise we won't summon any more demons back from the dead. Well, probably not. We'll try not to. Yeah. Let's let's try our best. I think let's, let's try and make that a thing going forward. Yeah, uh, I think not it's to do that. Good, good idea. Every episode, just to check in. We're we're not bringing the dead back to life to kill people. Got it. Perfect. Got it. That's it. That's the tagline for the show. Job done. We'll see you next time. Still, still being killed. Uh, still dead. Yeah. You're listening to the Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Time Pizza. Yeah, we go to town on it.